Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godet and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome, world, to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly, Brother Nick, and I'm here with Sister Adney. Sister Adney Godin, how are you doing on this blessed day? I am blessed, Brother Nick. I truly am blessed. I am being on assignment for God. Sometimes it's not the easiest thing, but your obedience is all that is warranted for him to start showing himself. Um, in mighty ways and that's one of the things that I'm so excited about is I'm on this journey I found an artist to uh, draw the book the co- the book cover <laughs> so I'm super excited about that okay yeah like so that's like okay you know once you start working on those type of things you know okay the book is wrapping up so um, just getting more busy for him getting more focused on what he's called me to do and even to the point of really getting uh, deeper in my word studies and understanding um, why I'm, why am I on this journey? Like why he called me, why he chose me for this. So that's, that's where I'm at. How are you doing? Uh, same here. I'm, I'm blessed, you know, every day uh, I'm taking it one day at a time. And I'm just like you, I'm just trying to just trying to evolve and grow in the ministry. And I'm just trying to be in fact, impactful in every area that God has placed me. And of course, in my home, at my job, my community and uh, even this platform. But I think, Adney, as we, as we, you know, we've been doing this for a while. So I, I just, I, I just liked, I think I need to hear from our listeners, at least the ones that got blessed or, or end up giving their lives to Christ, um, either by way of this episode or either by somebody planting the seed. So, um, but I'm just so thankful, Adney, just to be used by God. But um, we're just going to just dive right into our episode, Addy. But I, I know usually I have a word for the today, but I also have a word too. So I don't know you. You want to share your word? Or <laughs> hey, so yeah, yeah. I don't see it. She just gave me a thumbs up. I guess while you was talking, um, you know, just sharing, you know, the things that's what's going on with you. I thought about Proverbs chapter three, five, and six, and and it says to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Um, verse number six says, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So um, that's kind of like the season where I'm at, where, where, where I find myself in Adney, where um, I'm learning uh, just to trust in God. Um, as you know, um, I'm, first of all, I'm thankful for God, for all that he has blessed me and my family with. But as you know, um, I work, um, at a job, I work overnight and I work a distance from my home. So um, there's some things that I do want to change about that situation. And, and it's going to take a level degree of trust. And and I like what the um, verse number six said. It says, in all your ways to acknowledge him and he will uh, direct or order your steps. So I think that's, that's, the, that's what I got to do more of. I, I got to continue to acknowledge God. And in all things, and knowing that He's going to order my steps and where He needs me to be, so I just thought I would share that. But anything you want to add onto what I just said, brother Nick? I, I, there is nothing else to say but trust God. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah. he'll never, ever, ever steer us wrong. You have people who don't believe in him, but I, I dare ask when certain things happen in your life, do you think it's done by your own strength or is it, you know, or God intervened? You know, you were about to get into a car accident and you just don't understand mm-hmm. how it didn't happen. And you think that it was by your own strength. I'll just say to you that there is a God who exists on this tough side of life and eternally he's all around. He's outside of time and inside of time. So when you get to that place and you get beside yourself, just remember you didn't do it by your own strength. It was him who intervened. So I love that scripture. Just really trust God for everything. Even if you don't understand it. Even if you don't get it, just trust that's him. true. Yeah, that's that. That's, that's true. It's not for you to get. It's not for you to understand. Just trust the great Creator of of all things. Yeah, that's well said. But but I'm excited about uh, today's episode, Addie. I mean, we have a special guest. I mean, <laughs> this is a this. I've known this brother for quite some time. I know this brother since the time around the time that I got baptized. So you know, I've been a Christian for over ten years. So that's good by the grace of God. So, uh, look, I'm just going to just dive into it. Look, our special guest, his name is Brother Kevin Jones, powerful man in the gospel. Brother Kevin Jones, man, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Brother? Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Adney. Thank you guys for inviting me. Excited to be here. Amen. 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 It's, it, we, look, we're happy uh, that you're here. You know, and whenever we have guests on our show, uh, we treat it as, um, you remember the fellowship hall? We, we, we go in the fellowship hall. We just start yes, to, we start to to chat. <laughs> so, so that, that's a good thing. Hey, brother Jones, how are you doing? I'm well, I'm well, Annie. It's great to see you again. Always a pleasure uh, to be graced with your presence, even if it's virtually. Amen. It's great seeing you as well. All right. Perfect. Hey, so Kevin Jones, man, again, like we said, man, we excited to have you on, man. Just, just share with our listeners, man, what you're about. Cause I, we know we in for a treat. We already know it's going to be a treat. But we just want you to give us a snack. <laughs> just, just tell our listeners what you're about. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hopefully I don't disappoint this evening. But again, um, family, I am Kevin Jones Jr. Uh, originally born and raised in Miami, Florida. Grew up down there. Uh, been in the Lord quite some time. Um, I know we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, 32 years of age. I currently reside in Tallahassee, Florida. I'm up here studying. Um, at Florida A&M. So I'm, I'm grateful to to plug in and just just have this great conversation this afternoon. And hey, that that is awesome. So Adney, one thing that uh, all three of us have in common, we're all from the MIA. You know, Rick Robson said MIA, yo. We're all from Miami. <laughs> That's one thing that we all have all in day. common. So all you day. know, you, yeah, you know, you made it out of Miami. You, you're the body of Christ, man. You know, you probably have gone through some things. You know, you have gone through some things. So it's always a blessing, Absolutely. man, just to hear somebody be, become a Christian. So, Kevin, man, we want you to go way back, man. We want you to go way back. We know you've been a saint for quite some time, but you wasn't always a saint. <laughs> you wasn't always a Christian. In other words, you wasn't born a Christian. So we kind of like want to hear the origin of your story. Um, before you became a Christian, how was life like? Like, did you grow, you know, uh, were you brought up in a, a household of, of Christians? Like, just share with us a little bit about your background before you became a Christian. Well, I was born and raised in a single parent household. Um, my mother raised me. Um, she had two boys. I was the oldest. Um, uh, my father uh, was also present. 
um, involved in my life as well. Uh, but my mother was the primary rearer, if you will, um, day in and day out. Um, my parents were not, uh, although they were um, um, Baptists, I believe was their their denomination affiliation. They were not really church going people, um, but I still had the privilege and the luxury to grow up in the shadows of the church um, through my aunt, who was the sister of my father, um, Sister um, Deborah Hepburn. She's actually the wife of Minister Hepburn, um, Minister of the Magnolia Park Church of Christ. Um, that was how I. I grew up and was exposed to the church very early. She had a son, uh, I call him AC, his name is Aaron Campbell, who was a couple years, excuse me, a couple months younger than me. And throughout the years, I would go over her home, um, grandma house where they were uh, every weekend. And it was just understood Sunday mornings where we were going, what we were going to be doing. And that kind of continued up in my teenage years um, and in high school when I, where I ultimately obeyed. Uh, the gospel of Jesus. Oh, wow. So you was a teenager when you obeyed the gospel. Yes. 10th grade to be exact. Yeah. Cause I know you say you're, you know, your one side of your family was Baptist and you got another side of the family is uh church, church of Christ. So did, did it confuse you to some degree? Like if it did, like what was some of the things that threw you off about the doctrines in the church that ultimately led you to go in, in one way versus the other. You know what? Um, th- there wasn't much confusion for me, um, to be honest with you, because I was just, I was so grounded and rooted um, in the Church of Christ Fellowship that um, there was not many uh, other um, Christian persuasions or within Christendom, you know, different beliefs that I had to kind of... Uh, uh, battle with or interface with. So for the most part, there wasn't much confusion. You know, my uh, walk in Christ started at Liberty City Church of Christ under the uh, ministry of uh, Dr. Freeman T. White. She was actually the man, uh, my father in the gospel, who who baptized me. Uh, but my, my uncle, um, uh, Brother Hepburn, he was a tremendous influence as well. Got it. So, so what intrigued you about the gospel? So what because, I, again, I have to bring this up because I, I don't know. I may have a listener that's, that's a Baptist and maybe they're struggling at the thought of looking into other type, type of re- religions, such as the Church of Christ or other type of doctrine. So I guess, like, what intrigued you? What Was it the, the gospel of Jesus Christ that they presented to you that really made sense? That'd be like, wow, like, what, what was it that intrigued you as a 10th grader to say, wow, like, I know my parents is this, but this doctrine is teaching me something biblically. Like what, what was the thing that intrigued you about that? Yeah. I think for me, Nick, um, it probably was the, the kingdom citizens, you know, um, Liberty city church of Christ is a very special group of Christians. Um, it's in the heart of one of the hardest parts of Miami Dade County. Um, so it is made up, of a very diverse group of people. Um, You know, some of them come from very good homes um, with, with Christian backgrounds, educated people, college educated, great professions. 
And then, you know, you got that mix, maybe something in between. And then you have, you know, some of these families that also come from very broken families where they've been dealing with generational issues for quite some time. But when we came together, I mean, you wouldn't see the difference. You know, you you really wouldn't see the difference. The worship was sincere. Um, the love was sincere. Um, there was no big eyes or no little U's. And I just I just knew I wasn't a part of that family until I, I submitted to water baptism. I just knew I wasn't a part of that family. And I just went to my uncle one day and said, you know what? I think I'm ready to be saved. You know, I think I'm ready to be saved and I'm ready to do it the right way. And and that's what happened. It was a Sunday evening. Wow. So you you knew you was a part of the family. You seen the unisys, the unity between the members in the body of Christ. So off rip, you already knew that you was a part of that family. So I guess because mm-hmm. not not that they didn't. Yeah, just to clarify, not that they didn't treat right, me a right. part of the family, but I, I had enough biblical knowledge to know that, um, you know, there were some conditions. Hey, you know, we're always going to love you, but but hey, listen, you know, <laughs> we all know those five steps. You've been in the Church of Christ two days. You know those. Yeah, five so steps. that's that's kind of like where I wanted to go. You know, with you, the, the following question: um, I know what it takes for one to be saved. And and I know it is a blessing when one give their life to Christ. So I w- I wanted to know, and, and I'm pretty much you shared it. You touched on it a little bit. Like walk us through that process, uh, kind of because again I'm trying to help somebody out here. Walk us through that process when you finally decide to give your life to Christ. Like who taught you, and what did they teach you? I want you to go in kind of like detail, and and what kind of like validated to the point what they saying was true. So you'd be like, wow, what they're saying is true. Like I might as well just follow suit. So can you walk us through that process so when you gave your life to Christ? Because this is a big deal. When you give your life to Christ, this is a covenant. This is a marriage. Your whole life changed. So walk us through that process. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, traditionally, you know, within our fellowship, you know, after a, a sermon is is presented, you know, an invitation is extended. Um, and that was kind of done for me not only just every Wednesday night or every Sunday, but I kind of had some more individualized attention from my uncle who would make sure that I did understand, you know, what the three facts of the gospel were that I had to believe, um, you know, the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, I never had any doubt about that facts, even though I didn't see that event took place. Um, but I have faith, you know, that they did, um, you know, repented of my sins, uh, changed my mind about whatever it is, the direction I was going and decided to make a commitment to Christ. Um, and, you know, I made that public confession before the church. Um, and uh, I think that, I think that's all inclusive. And then we wrapped it up, um, you know, Hey, you know, submit to that watery grave of baptism, you know, um, where my sins will wash away. And um, I was, um, made in union, in union and part of the bride of Christ, you know, upon that day. So, um, that was pretty much what my uncle taught to me. And, um, and I just followed through on it when I was ready at, of course. No, I was saying, I remember a brother saying that, like, you got to get to the point where you, you, you study them. You have to study each other because again, no textbook stays the same, right? Every year you have a new edition coming out. 
And in every edition, there's something new that's added. So it's the, it's the same thing with your spouse. It's like they're going to become a different version, especially if they're in the word of God. They're not going to stay the same. The word of God is meant to transform, right? So as this person is going through this process of transformation, you're not going to see the same person that you married in 2012 or whatever the case may be. You're going to see someone different. It's either you grow with them or they grow past you. But either case, they're going to continue growing. So that's something that I believe, um, even as singles, that we have to understand. Even within our singleness, we're not the same people. We we evolve every day, right? So when we get to that point of marriage, it's one of those things where you got to be honest with your spouse. Like, hey, this is this is me. This is this is this is what the Lord is is taking me through. These are the things, the different functions. I've gone I've gone from from child abuse to now I am a you know proponent of sharing this stuff. Can you handle that? Right? So like I said, a textbook, you don't you don't have the same textbooks in every class. Every year there's a new edition added. And that's the only thing I could share. So good job, Kevin. That was powerful. All right. So Kevin, um so you was walking us through your process of when you got saved. And um, I, I felt the same way. So when I, when I got invited to the church, uh, I, you know, the minister, he preached. And the way he preached and the way he talked about Jesus, how Jesus Christ came and he died and he resurrected. And he also touched on Acts 2.38. And we know the five says here, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. And all of that made sense to me. Because I came from a, a Baptist background as well. And Baptist was all about belief. You believe and have Jesus Christ into your heart. And so when he laid that foundation to me, the word of God, I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I never heard somebody teach the Bible like that. So all that made sense to me. So, so for you, you went through that same process and you became saved. So now that you're saved, you're in 10th grade, you're a Christian. Like fast forward. How did you evolve as a Christian? Because we know life as a Christian, you're going to have some highs and you're going to have some lows. You're going to go through the wilderness. Like, how did you find, you know, outside of your parents, like, how did you evolve as a Christian? How did you strengthen in the face? What were some highs that you went through and what were some lows that you went through life? And I'm talking about several years later. You know, what are, what are a key moment that you could remember that said like, wow, I really got my relationship with God. I really understand what it means to be a Christian. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to pinpoint one particular event. Um, it's kind of been an ongoing evolution for me personally. Uh, different people, different congregations that I worship with at different points in my life, I think have been instrumental to forming um, and shaping the Kevin I am today. Um one of the most challenging seasons of my life was the loss of my father in 2010. Um, and um, that was a tough moment. I had recently just separated uh, from initial uh, training in the U.S. Army, brand new soldier. I had communicated with him, hey, pops, you know, can I move in? I'm coming back home to go to school. And he agreed. Um, and you know, three months later he was gone. So, um, from the same thing we were discussing earlier, cancer. And, um, so that was a very hard, um, time, you know, I was kind of thrust into being the representative of my father's estate at like what, 20 years old, you know? 
So um, it was it was quite of of a challenge, uh, but God saw me through. You know, God saw me through. God gave me the strength, the guidance, the support, um, and everything uh, that I stood in need of. Um, even post that, you know, um, you know, met the love of my life, and unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out. That was another season where I had to say, God, show me the way. You know, um, post post that divorce. Um, to a beautiful sister in Christ. And um, I kind of had to like go back to the drawing board again and say, okay, well, who am I? And what is it that God um, has placed on my heart to do? You know, how can I still be instrumental? That was very difficult if I could be vulnerable with you guys. Um, Because in in our community, um, I think me uh, and this sister was very well known. And uh, very loved and very beloved. So it was it was very it was it was a great disappointment to, I think, so many people. And it was very hard to come back around um, and come amongst brothers and sisters and and just know that, listen, uh, uh, we all going to get to heaven with some stripes and um, God's not done with you. I think that was the season where I had to learn God's not done with you. You're still gifted. Um, and there's still work for you to do in this kingdom. And I continue to do that. And as the opportunities were extended to me. So, um, and definitely still looking to be instrumental for the Lord. I have a, you know, whatever doors he leads me to walk through, even on to this day. Please stay tuned for part two as we embark on Kevin Jones's journey as he walked with God. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.